Well, we are back, y'all. We are back with a fresh wind. And so I appreciate you all that are listening to us at our great station, Sound Gospel Radio. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in this morning. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. And, and so we're so grateful. We just we do have a word, and the Lord is tugging me. And I really, I'm telling you, 15 minutes, I'm looking at notes. I'm looking at, I'm feeling insight. I hope that I'm able to be clear today. It's Monday. It's August. It's the last Monday of the uh, year, of the month, Lord Jesus, of the month. <laughs> the year is over with the summer. All right. But anyway, the Lord just tugged on me. I, he just keep. I know we've been talking about the mind. and We might get back to that. Talking about the mind. But this morning, y'all, I'm just hearing clearly the Lord saying to whoever's going to, whoever this is for, don't give up. Don't give up. Do not give up. Don't give up. I don't know who it's for. Hallelujah. But I feel it in my spirit so strongly to say, don't give up. Don't give up. And I have a few scriptures that I want to give. But the first scripture I felt directed to read is 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse, verse 10. It says, but the God of all grace, who has called us until his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after that you have suffered a while guess what he's going to do y'all he will make you perfect he will establish you strengthen you and settle you but the God of all grace who have called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish you, and strengthen you, and settle you. After you have suffered a while, he'll establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. Now I want to jump over real quick. That was First Peter chapter uh, 5, verse 10. I just remember that. After that you have suffered a while, he'll establish you, he will strengthen you. He will perfect you after you have suffered a while. Don't give up, y'all. I got my paper Bible, too. Don't, just let, let y'all know, you, even though you can't see it probably today, I do have my paper Bible. If you hear me flipping through pages today, yes, I do. Okay, so let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to run to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse um, 9. And we're running here. I say running because y'all know this time goes by so fast. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And it says, and he said unto me, and Jesus is speaking in this voice because it's read, my grace is sufficient for thee. Uh-huh. And my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Verse 10. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in reproaches, in, uh, uh, it says, necessities, in persecution, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, hear me, for when I am weak, then am I strong. Don't give up, y'all. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. He said, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. So here we have the Apostle Paul talking. 
We have the great Apostle Paul. Oh, my goodness. The Apostle Paul, he was writing to the church at Corinth. And so no person apart from Jesus himself shaped the history of Christianity like the Apostle Paul did. We know that the Apostle Paul, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you the Apostle Paul, he was a highly educated man who before he had his encounter with God, before he had his encounter with God, he was a persecutor of Christians. It was noted that the Apostle Paul had an issue at, at the time with the Christian movement. He believed that it was dangerous to Judaism. So the Apostle Paul hated Christians, y'all, and persecuted them without mercy. Oh, he was he was a tyrant. He was ruthless. It was it, it was the same Paul that when he was on his way to Damascus to capture some more Christians, that's where Jesus himself stopped him on the Damascus road and changed his life forever. Since then, Paul became 100% sold out, ride or die for Jesus. So at the same time, Paul's ministry began to progress and it began to expand and Paul's name became popular. And so uh, by this time, Paul had established the church at Corinth and Corinth was a busy cosmopolitan church. They were uh, a commercial city uh, known, uh, they were a cosmopolitan city, excuse me, known by all. And, and the Greek city was widely known as the hub of the Roman Empire. On the contrary, the city was filled. <laughs> On the contrary, the city was also filled with sexual immorality as well as idolatry. One writer described Corinth as a seaman's paradise, a drunkard's heaven, and a virtuous woman's hell. Oh my goodness. So now can you imagine having a church in a city that is widely known for its commerce as well as its immorality? Mm, I ain't gonna name Las Vegas and Atlantic City and all these other places. But anyway, Paul in his letter to the uh, church at uh, 1 Corinthians uh, he had to put a letter out to the church in order be, uh, to help them because they had questions about idols. They had questions about sexuality. They had questions about marriage. They had questions about the role of women in the church. They had questions about the gifts of the spirit. So take out time to do some study in the book of Corinthians because these questions came up. They talked about idols and sexuality and marriage and what do women do in the church and the gifts of the spirit. And so these things have become a major issue for that particular church. It got so bad, y'all, that lawsuits, yes, the saints were suing each other and taking each other to court that lawsuits were put out there and it was just straight confusion in the church it was just straight confusion in the church and so we realize here that Paul had to write this letter I'm gonna make it quick but Paul also faced some people that thought he was false thought he wasn't real so Paul he had to show them I am a real apostle I am called by God why you think I'm not he said I can you know I got I got I got my own proof that I am who I am because Paul had become very well popular but he also was falsely accused all right and so Paul had to set the second the, the, the record straight in the book of chapter 12 of 2 Corinthians and he had to let them know for the naysayers that he is sent of God. 
So in the previous chapters, y'all, I'm going to make this moving on because this is a fresh one. In the previous chapters, as well as chapter 12, we see that Paul begins to boast and list his credentials as an apostle. Paul did not want to do this because he was a humble servant and he did not want to take away from the main focus who was Jesus Christ. That's why we look at uh, verse five of the, of the chapters and I'm reading this in the NIV. He said, I will boast about like a man, but I will boast. He said, but I will not boast about myself except but about my weakness. He said in verse six, even if, and this is verse six of, um, uh, uh, chapter 12, excuse me, Second Corinthians chapter 12. He said, even if I should choose to boast, I would be a fool mm -hmm. because I will be speaking the truth, but I've refrained. So no one will think more of me than warranted by what I do or say. In other words, he said, I won't brag about myself unless except to brag about my weaknesses. Cause see, Paul didn't want to take away anything away from Christ. He said, if I did not, if I did not want to brag, I would make a fool of myself because I did tell the truth. I'm holding back from bragging so that no one will give me any more credit than anyone sees or hear about me. He said, therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, because Paul was very gifted, he was anointed, he was also smart, he was educated. He said, therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited or because of these surpassingly great revelations, he said, it was given to me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. I read this in the Amplified Bible. It says, and to keep me from being puffed up and too much elated by the exceeding greatness or preeminence of these revelations, there was given to me a thorn, a splinter in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to rack and buffet and harass me to keep me from being excessively exalted. He said, therefore, there is a thorn in my flesh, a nuisance, a physical ailment. And so guess what? That the, the, Whatever this physical ailment was, whatever this thorn in Paul's flesh, whatever this sickness or whatever it was that kept him from doing what he was doing, many scholars and teachers, they believed it could have been malaria. Uh, some believed that it was epilepsy, epilepsy or some type of disease of the eyes. But whatever it was, it was a chronic physical problem, which at times kept him from working. It was a hindrance to his ministry. And so he prayed three times asking the Lord to remove it. And how many times have we dealt with things where we got tired working in ministry, working with our family and going to work and dealing with situations and people and things. And we get overwhelmed and we're like, God, God, no, we're tired. And guess what the Lord says in verse Verse 9 of 2 Corinthians, he says, in verse 9 of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, he said, and he said unto me, the Lord Jesus said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my affirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities in reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. 
I'm going to read this real quick in the Amplified. The Amplified Bible says, but he said to me, Jesus said to Paul, my grace, my favor, my loving kindness and mercy is enough for you. Sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled and completed and show themselves most effective in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities that the strength and power of Christ, the Messiah, may rest. Yes, may pinch a tent over and dwell upon me. As I get ready to close. So God heard his prayer, <laughs> but ignored his request. Mm, Jesus, God heard his prayer, but ignored his request because he wanted Paul to know that his grace, his undeserved favor, his supernatural mercy, his richness, his splendor, his joy, his love and kindness, it is made sufficient. What does that mean? It's made enough. It's made adequate. It's made competent. It's made self-reliant. It's made self-sustaining for thee. Paul realized that God refused to remove the thorn from him and it kept him humble and to teach him how to find glory in weakness for that is where God gives you strength. Don't give up. Many times you have prayed and God may have ignored the request because he's going to keep you in that situation. Why y'all to allow you to have a different view. Do y'all see how these things still come back together? Oh, God, God, God. He does these things so that you can still look at things from a different view. The renewing of your mind is all tied in. All these things are tied in, in the scriptures. So God heard his prayer, but ignored his request because he wanted him to know that his grace is sufficient. His undeserved favor, his supernatural mercy, his richness, his splendor, his joy, his kindness is made sufficient, enough, adequate, competent. For where we are weak, he is strong. The Lord told me to tell you today, there's so much more I can share. Yes, there's so much more I can share, but I'm running out of time. So the Lord told me to tell you today, don't give up. Your thorn could be depression. Your thorn could be sadness. Your thorn could be issues on your job. Your thorn could be a family member. Your thorn could be money issues. Whatever your thorn is that he refuses to move away from you, don't give up. Continue to pray. Continue to trust God. Continue to hold on. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because after that you have suffered a while, what did I read in that earlier scripture? After that you have suffered a while, he will make you perfect. He will renew you. 
He will establish you. That's the type of God that we serve. You guys, today is Monday. It's August the 29th. Today was a fresh wind. We thank you for listening to Sound Gospel Radio. And guess what's about to happen? We're about to move on over to some good gospel music. So rock out with us the rest of today. 24-7 gospel music and inspiration. Rock out with us for the rest of the day here at Sound Gospel Radio. Don't give up.